Hello everyone and welcome back to yet another episode of Teen Talks for Jesus. This is Chesney, your host speaking, and I am so glad that you're here today listening to another episode. We are going to skip around in Ephesians and skip over 2 and 3 and jump right into chapter 4. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be talking about fulfilling our purpose as Christians in life and the Christ-like way of interacting with other people. Now let's jump right into Ephesians 4, starting with verse 1. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each of one of us, grace has been given as Christ appointed it. This is why it says, When he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves, and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is, Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their thinking, they are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life that you learned. When you heard about Christ, you were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. And your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. 
Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Ephesians 4 verses 1 through 32. Now, in the first part of Ephesians 4, it talks about fulfilling our purposes and seeing how each of us is created in God's design and to live out God's purpose. And in verse 7, where it says, but to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ appointed it. Every believer receives a spiritual gift. And that is so important because that leads into the next part where the purpose that God has given people gifts and roles in the church is to equip others and prepare them to do the works of the ministry of the church and to build up the body of Christ, of the Lord. And the result of this is the unity of people, the unity of faith, spiritual maturity, and being grounded just in your faith. Kind of like circuits, being grounded in your faith. I just took a physics test yesterday, y'all. That's why I'm talking about circuits. And it's very significant to everyone when it talks about it in verse 16, that we each have our part and each person makes up the body and functions correctly and works together and puts it all together. And our purpose, it's all part of his plan because it can be easy to go through life wondering how things are going to work out or hoping we make the right decisions or being stressed over different things, worrying about the future And God has already laid out the plan. He already has a plan for us. The Apostle Paul says God is working all things according to his will. And it's not according to who likes you or how much talent you have or what family you come from or even how many mistakes you make like I did on my last math test. It's according to his will. He is behind the scenes, not only directing your steps, But he's directing the steps of the people you need. The people you need in your life. He's not just in control of your life. But he's in control of all of the circumstances of your life. And nothing happens just randomly. It's all orchestrated. It's all part of his divine plan. You don't have to get upset because a door maybe have closed. God wouldn't allow it if it wasn't on part of your plan and it's not going to keep you from your purpose because it's leading you to your purpose and even if there's closed doors be thankful for them because on the other side of those closed doors there's heartaches there's skeletons stress sleepless nights sleepless nights like studying for my ap physics 2 exam and (laughs) 
you may think I'm wrong because maybe you watch from afar and you see someone thriving after walking through the door that God closed for you. And it's just what you think you see. You know, the human eye only sees one side of it, but on the other side, you God's directing you in the way that you need to go by saying, don't go through those doors. And I'm saying this as I'm looking at the door that's closed in my bedroom right now. And if you love God, attempt to walk in his ways and believe Romans 8.28 in theory, but practically you don't, that he is working all things for your good. Just wait. Now, in the grand scheme of things, it's all part of his plan. Everything works together for good. Now, if you take one thing out of this first part of Ephesians, Ephesians 4, I want you to remember this part. I screenshotted it on one of my friend's stories who shared it on their stories the other day. God is saying to you today, I will never allow something to happen in your life without having a plan. I could have made David something else other than a shepherd boy, but I did not do that. Because long before Samuel saw David, I decided David to be the king. When he was a shepherd, his primary responsibility was the safety and welfare of the flock. He had grazed the animals, herding them to areas of good forage, and protecting them from eating poisonous plants and also from wild animals. In fact, I was training him to be the king. A king's primary responsibility is the safety and welfare of his people. So the past things that happened in the life of David were not a waste. Instead, through the past, I had prepared him for the future that I had prepared for him. In the same way, do not worry about what happened or why that happened in your life. Instead, move forward by having faith in me. Your past is not going to be a waste. It will only lead you towards the future that I had prepared for you. Have faith in me. Now, I think that's really impactful just with David's story story, and seeing how God works in such mysterious ways, but they're such powerful and impactful ways. Now, going off of having a purpose and living out God's purpose for you, I'm going to talk about the Christ-like way of working with other people, interacting with other people, just living through Christ. And I think this is best represented through one of the theme songs at the Christian camp I go to every summer. I'm just going to try and wrap it to the best of my abilities in this section of it. Yeah, I see your pictures. Yeah, I see your haters. What about the golden rule? Throwing around the hour, flying like a buzzard. What about the golden rule? I think we might have got it backward. Using love just like a password. Getting favors from neighbors saying, I'll pay you back later. That isn't love. It's a disaster. Now take a look at what the Lord did. He gave us life to let the world live. We got an ample of jamble of how to love no preamble. And that's the real deal. Love is an action, not a reaction. Not just a feeling, it's the real deal. 
Now, you might be wondering, Chesney, why did you just rap that song? And, well, I think those lyrics just summed up the entire rest of, of, of Ephesians. Because the Christ-like way of interacting with people is through love. And showing other people love through everything you do. And kindness and forgiveness are the biggest keys to this. And I just read a, cr- a quote the other day. And it said, never be the reason someone asks God for peace. And you would never be the reason if you were loving to that person. So love is the number one part of being a Christ-like person, being a Christian. And you never know how God will use you. You could be struggling through something today and in two months be able to use that experience to change someone's life. And you could be in a position right now that hurts, but you're supposed to learn to be strong for a position that will be beautiful later. And you never know how God will use you, but don't give up on your life based on today. It may be bad right now, but it could be just a part of the plan that God has in your life. So one of the main purposes that God has for you is for you to be loving to everyone you meet, everyone you come across, be accepting, be full of kindness and forgiveness and embody the Holy Spirit everywhere you go. Now, three things that characterize us according to, it was verse 32, is to be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. So kindness, being tenderhearted, and forgiveness are the three main aspects that characterize us as Christians. Who we are and what we do matters. It matters to God and it matters to the people in our lives and in our society, in our schools, in our workplace, wherever you're listening from this from, maybe in your car, your friend sitting next to you. We are not just floating off away from each other and in our own isolated areas. The things we do affect other people. The body of Christ is a community and we are not only dependent upon one another, but we are also representing one another. And most importantly, as believers, each of us represents the Lord. We each represent Christ himself. And it is this privilege and obligation that each of us must keep close to our hearts And the world cannot see Jesus, but they can see us. And we can represent Jesus if they only are able to see us. Now, thank you for listening to another episode of Teen Talks for Jesus. And just like every other episode, we're going to end on a song And this song is one of my favorites. It is called Glorious Day.